podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Wall Street Memes Casino. I'm fine. And Sportsbook. This is Coogan Cassius for IFL TV. We're at the second press conference here in Manchester for Taylor Cattrall. I'm delighted to be joined by a very happy-looking Tony Bellew. How are you, mate? How are you, lad? Can I just address me trying to pin you down for an interview and then it just happens that we're in Manchester? Yeah, it's been going on for a good week to ten days, I think you've been just telling people. Uh, I'm busy, mate. I'm just busy and just, yeah, sorry. For anyone that thinks it must that be better than, than me, this is 50 times better than a Zoom because I was chasing you a Zoom for like eight, nine days. Yeah, this is 20 time times better. Me, I'm either doing something in my house, doing stuff at like this, doing stuff. There's just so too much going on. So apologies, but they're not excuses. I just, well, let's, I literally take pictures sometimes and just send you them and show you me at my house. is like, what's going on? Builders, idiots I'm dealing with. Yeah, just work. When you were getting them text messages, you were like, oh, for fuck's sake. Again. No, 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 I'm not like Eddie. I just, you know. How are you? You look well. I'm all right, thank you very much. Trying. To are get, you training? Get a bit of weight off. Trying to get trim. What does that mean? That means I'm just trying to get a bit of weight off because I'm a fat bastard. How about that? You're not as skinny as Eddie Hearn nowadays. The athlete that is Eddie Hearn. He looks absolutely fantastic. Don't he? Good on him. I interviewed David Price a week ago. And I said to David Price, a little bit of a, a wild card banter question, really. I said, if you fought Tony Bellew, would it sell out the Eckhart Arena? Which is not the Eckhart Arena, it's the MS Bank Arena. And he said, absolutely it would, in a second. When? This was last week. Okay. Then he said that he's happily retired, but he said that he thinks that you will definitely fight again. This is what David said. Uh, I wonder why he thinks that. Don't know. But no, I would never fight him anyway. He's my friend. Not him, but he just thinks in general you'll fight again. In the first place. Shit's dead and swat. Love you too. in that position. Why would you even ask that? No, but it's not. The question I'm asking you is not about that. It's not about that. It's about you, whether you'll fight again. That's just a bad thing. I mean, I would have just declined to answer. Terrible position to be put in, but now okay, so yeah. Do you know what? Just banter, Tony. Come on. He asked me that many years ago, and I was, it's not going to happen. And he went, but there's loads of money to be made. And I said, so what? Some things are worth more than money. Why do you want to hurt your mate? It's just banter. Are you all right today? I'm fine. What do you want to know, Coop? Just all right. <laughs> Instead of shit staring, you wanker. Fuck yeah, Tony's on form today. Um, Taylor Catchell, the rematch. You would have saw the highlights from Edinburgh yesterday. Very feisty, hostile atmosphere, which was always going to be in Edinburgh. Um, yeah, what did you make of it? It was always going to happen. There's bad blood between the two of them. Uh, it's nasty, it's personal, it's, uh, it's a bit ferocious. So, yeah, uh, to be expected. This is, this is boxing. Two years in the making. Two years, still, it still has relevance now, though. Yeah, two years too long, if I'm, if I'm being totally honest. But ultimately, it's happening now. So that's all that matters. Both of them want to face each other. Uh, and, and I've said this live on one of our broadcasts. Neither's, neither careers will move significantly forward until they face each other again. 
and I think both have accepted that now. By that's why we're here. So it's just it was a, it's it's a must for both fighters to move on. You need you need clarity with these two, and uh, and you need a definitive winner on April twenty seventh. People were referring back to this rivalry with your fight with David Hay. Okay. This kind of bad blood, genuine bad blood. Uh, Not put on, because you and Hay at that point, like you hated each other. David wanted to absolutely take my head off my neck. Uh, and it was only until it was all over that he didn't. Well, actually, you know, I probably did, but uh, he didn't show it. But it's just, it gets that way, Cougs. And, and when you're an elite level sportsman at the highest level of fighting, then it's just, it's such a high pressure environment. And, and it's a winner take all, if I'm being totally honest. People would like to say, oh, well, you know, you, you get paid win, lose or draw. Well, that's not the same for every fight, depending on which promotion you fight on, if I'm being totally honest. But uh, what I will say is, is <clears throat> yeah, the, the winner or loser usually does get paid, but the, the opportunities for the loser are usually very bleak and minimal. And for the loser of this contest, I wouldn't say it's very minimal or bleak, but what I would say is it's a completely different... Uh, demographic for the winner than it is the loser you know the, the, the world they're looking at mate after this fight is, uh, is tough because one's literally going to have to climb the rankings again and the other one's on the verge of a big world title fight um, in Leeds this fight with Taylor and Cattrall um, which is a fair call to make that fight in Leeds it's not in anyone's particular favour obviously it's Closer to Jack, I suppose, but Josh Waddington on the bill. <laughs> <laughs> to sell out, I don't think this leaves anyone else on the bill. To be uh, fair, no, I think the, the lads will do well themselves. But uh, listen, they're both really good fighters, both exceptional fighters. So the the most important thing about this fight is that no one clouds the judgment. The first fight's gone, regardless of who people think won, how it went. This is a clean slate. Never, ever think... And it's going to be hard if the officials come into this fight because no one can come into this fight with any kind of... It's hard to say knowledge of the first fight because the world knows about it. But ultimately, you've got to come in here with a fresh mindset because two wrongs don't make a right. And the right man needs to be awarded in this fight. He should have been awarded in the first fight. Jack won it. Everyone knows that. But you can't, like I said before, come into this fight thinking Jack won the first fight and he deserves it, it just doesn't work like that. It's a completely different fight. Uh, it's like when, I kind of get the feeling when Lennox fought Evander Holyfield for the second time. Now, loads of people said, they thought Evander won the second time. Well, Evander didn't win the second fight. He just done better than he done the first time. Just because you've done better than you've done the first time doesn't mean you've actually won. Just because someone goes into a fight and does better than everyone expects them to do doesn't mean they've actually won in, in, in true perspective. So, you're just going to have to wait and see, but uh, whoever judges this fight, they've got to come in with a a clear mindset, no agendas, no thinking of of how Jack was robbed or or how Josh has carried on or, or whatever. You've just got to go in here with a clean mindset. Does that um, method of thinking apply to Fury and Ngannou, that fight? A lot of people... I don't know about that, but what it does apply to, it applies to the likes of me who are pundits judging this, who are going to be judging the fight on the night. It applies to people like... Uh, the commentators, 
you can't be swayed in this on the night. You've got to just you can't look at it and compare it to the to the first fight. You cannot do it. You've got to go in with a clean bill and you've got to judge both these fighters how they perform on the night. That for me is the most important thing about this fight. You just do not want people bringing in old baggage and saying, well, oh, he's going to do him again. It means a whole different night. It's a whole new fight. So just judge this as we see it. Two years on as well. Exactly, but you wouldn't believe, Coogan, how many people are going to turn up because of the first fight and how many people are still going to feel aggrieved that Jack got robbed. So it is what it is, mate. <clears throat> both, both deserve uh, clarity and both deserve a fair crack of the whip when it comes to the judges on April 27th. April 27th, which will quickly... No, I was going to say that a lot of people... Say a lot of people. There were some people that believed that Ngannou won that fight. Uh, clouded on... And you can see why, but Yeah, clouded on the fact that he dropped him and also that he performed better than what he was expected he to dropped, do. But he dropped him and then didn't go for the finish. It's all well and good dropping people. I mean, I can't remember if I've been in a fight, dropped someone and didn't finish them. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. All that power you carried, did you? No? Uh, yeah, some say I had power, some say I didn't. Uh, but <laughs> it's just, I, I don't know. You, I, I see the reasons why people think Fury won, and I see the, and, and I do see reasons why I think Fury lost because when you look at the punch stats and stuff like that, and then actual how the fight went, it didn't go the way Fury expected or anticipated. But if I'm being totally honest, it didn't go the way Ngarno anticipated or expected either. If I'm being brutally honest. I don't think anyone, Francis Ngannou himself, expected such an easy back foot fight. Allowed to control the distance, allowed to go on the back foot, not get pressed too much. But that's because styles make fights. And anyone studying or watching Fiori understands what his weaknesses are. It's not hard. Let's just kind of go back to a couple of weeks ago that the heavyweight division was thrown into turmoil for 24 hours when we learnt of Tyson Fury's cut. Uh, yeah, and 24 hours um, on a Zoom call out to the public. It was all kind of put right in terms of a new date, etc. But disappointing that fight should have happened, obviously, two days ago or three days ago. Wow, would that have... It would have been the 17th of Feb, which was on Saturday. Oh, yeah. You know what's mad to think? Because I wouldn't have been working, so... Uh... Yeah, just it, it, it feels like it's been forever since, since the announcement that it was off. Uh, I feel sorry for Tyson Fury. Anyone thinking Tyson Fury's cut his own face is an absolute psychopath. You need to go and check yourself into the nearest doctor or, or psychiatrist if you think Tyson Fury cuts himself, you lunatic. Uh, it is what it is, mate. It happens. It's professional boxing. You're not going to go in the water and go, expect to go in the water and not get wet. Training and getting ready for world title fights is a hard thing. I've done it numerous on numerous occasions. It's the camps are long, the camps are hard. <clears throat> I can count in 80, nearly 90. Well, it is 80, 80, 90 plus fights in my whole career. I can count on one hand how many times I've entered the ring. 100% on one hand. So. Anyone thinking that fighters aren't injured and they're going to the ring are, are just insane. Everyone's got a knock or a bump or a, or, a, or, a, or some kind of injury. It's just how well you can hide it and mask it. No one can mask the face. No one can hide the face. Unfortunately, Tyson Fury was very unlucky to get a cut like that, mate. What, what do you think about the suggestion that Fury had done it to himself or got someone to do it? I mean, 
it sounds ridiculous, but this was the case for 24 hours before the new date was announced. I miss out on 70 million quid. Really. Really. That's probably the most expensive cut that's ever happened in the history of the world. Literally a little nick. So, just stop. Just stop it. It's insane. He didn't cut himself. He wants to fight. Even if he half doesn't fancy the fight, which I understand why people are looking at it like that, but also understand this from a former fighter. We're scared of no one. Even when you face someone who's better than you and you know, I've faced Usyk, and I knew going into the fight he was better than me. But I had this stupid belief in my head, I may catch him. Or, you know what, I may be able to make him miss and make him pay enough times to win a fight. Didn't work out the way I planned. But it just goes to show you, if someone like me thinks he can win, believe you me, someone like Tyson Fury will have the utmost belief he's going to win. So, fighters are scared of no one, Cooks, And they're not going to... Uh, they're not going to pull out, mate. Especially when there's... I'd understand the pull-out if, like, you're fighting someone for a score and you just you don't think you're going to win or you don't really fancy the style. But, mate, for the amount of money they're going to make, and good on them, by the way, they deserve every single penny, both of them. Uh, they ain't scared of no one. Who would you fight for a score? You. Might not turn up, though, because it's not really enough, is it? You're a retired fighter, overweight retired fighter. I'm joking, that's a joke. I'm only joking. You look well, I said you look well. Um, who does it benefit, the delay? Anyone or no? No one. Doesn't benefit anyone. It just makes a mockery and a mess of it. You know what? I'd say, no, it doesn't benefit anyone because both were nearly about, both were about to peak. My only worry would be now is... Imagine, imagine, imagine something happens again. That would be my only worry because I know there's been a penalty put in place now. Ten, ten million forfeit, yeah. Which is just insane because it would be no one's fault, Coogan, if he just got caught again. And what are you supposed to do? Just give ten million quid for someone cut me in sparring? Or what's he supposed to do? Spar with a motorbike helmet on? I, I just don't get it, but. This is boxing. Nothing ceases to amaze me in this crazy business and game. Would it be crazy if Ngannou was to beat Joshua? No. Why would it be crazy? He's a man with two arms and two legs. He's probably the... Well, I'll tell you right now. He is single-handedly the baddest man on the planet. Because nobody in the whole world is fighting with that man in a dark alley and coming out winning. No one. That guy is probably the strongest fighting machine I've ever witnessed. I witnessed him in a cage. I watched that man throw a punch so hard, he knocked Derek Lewis down with the wind that missed him. He missed and it put Derek Lewis down. And Derek Lewis is a big one, by the way. So... <clears throat> Franz Ngannou mate, is, a, is, a, is a phenom, he's a, a freak athlete, uh, in a boxing ring he, he's, a, he's a total different, total different kind of breed, he's, if I'm being totally honest, the strongest attribute 
is his mental capacity and his mental strength, not his boxing ability or his boxing skills. So let's just see how it goes. Does Joshua have to knock him out? No. Josh could box him all day. Far better boxer, technically far superior. As I said, you've just got to take away his will. You've got to take away his mental strength and his mental capacity. And if you keep making someone miss and picking up on their technical flaws, because he has them, he has many of them, but we've been blinded by what happened with the Fury. I mean, only a fool would, would believe that Tyson Fury was in amazing shape going into that fight. Weighed in a career heaviest and claims he's in great shape. Okay. That's all about you. What? I haven't got a clue. Not singing about me, though. Um, let me ask you a question. If Ngannou was to beat Joshua, does that warrant a shot at Undisputed? Which is what he'll probably get. He's not going to beat Joshua. Ain't happening. For the purpose of the question, hypothetically... You've got to go through the rankings, same way Josh did. So you don't... So in answer to my question, you don't think that he would he deserves or warrants a shot undisputed, which is what he will get. I just I don't know. I don't know because it's hard, it's hard, you know, because he's faced the Neil Every champion in his first fight, then he's facing the number three in his second fight. It's it's just a bit fucking nuts if I'm being totally honest. He's allowed. This is, this is lively. This crowd's filling up nicely here for Taylor Cattrall. Um, Tony, let me ask you, Eddie Hearn revealed yesterday and today that uh, a 10 million plus offer for Javante Davis to fight Conor Ben was rejected. Um, what do you think about that matchup? I mean... 10 million pounds is a lot of money. Dollars. Chev, I'm just doing an interview with Coogan Cassius at the minute and you know when you look at the interview you're going to see me answering the phone to you. I'll give you the shout back when I'm finished but I'm a bit champ. Say again. Siobhan Clark says Coogan Cassius is a punk. Fuck Chevron. Oh, Chevron Clark. Set me, Chev. In a bit, brother. What do you think about that offer? What do you think about that fight? I mean, it doesn't look realistic to happen to run here, but Eddie Hearn has put an offer in. It has been rejected. It's a minimum there, 10, 10 million. He must be a free agent then. And a very valuable free agent at that, I'll have you know. Kid's one of the faces of boxing. Unbelievably gifted fighter. I'm a massive fan. Tank's a monster. So, and his name's not Javonta Davis no more. It's Abdul, if I'm right in thinking. You should I believe there before. was a name change. I mean, I'm going to still refer to him as respectfully as Javante Tank Davis. I'll refer to him respectfully as Tank. So I think that's the right thing to do. If his name is no longer Javante Davis, he should be referred to as his correct name. I do believe it's Abdul something. So Tank, I'm a big fan. Okay. That's a big, big fight. In the UK, that's huge. And I mean, it's really huge. It wouldn't happen over here. 
It happened in the US, but... I don't think it goes to the US either. I think it goes somewhere else. It's that big. If you was offered a load of money from Saudi, though, you'd do it, wouldn't you? You'd come back, wouldn't you? Everyone's got a price, Coop. Everybody's got a price. It's a bit weird how you've kept yourself retired, though. It is a bit strange. Uh, there's been no challenges until Lukas Rosansky popped up out of nowhere. So, but you know, if it doesn't make, it does, looks like it doesn't make sense. So it's not going to happen, is it? But I would. Uh, the thought of being a world champion again does excite me. I'm not going to lie. Wow, miss the old belly days. How long have you been retired now for? Five years. Yeah. Five years. Absolutely. Right, well, listen, I do appreciate your time. I'm really happy I saw you today, so I don't have to text you for an interview anymore. I can just text you normal stuff, like football stuff and things like that. You boys are absolutely flying at the minute. Michael's doing great again. Good guy, Michael. Used to know Michael when he was at Finch Farm, playing for us. Lovely, lovely guy, boss fella. Uh, and he's doing a brilliant job at your place at Arsenal. But the Gunners are title chasing again, hasn't he? See what happens. I think it's better for us to be chasing rather than leading. Really? Stage. Yeah, they led for seven out of nine months last year and folded, obviously, under pressure. I know that, but I think we're. we're Do you think anyone in the league would, would choose what you've just said? Would any other Arsenal fan choose what you've just said? Yes, I speak to a lot of Arsenal fans, and Arsenal fans know exactly what I'm talking about. I know what you're saying, because you feel like they can collapse if they're leading, but. You've got to be, at some stage, they're not going to collapse. They're going to see it through. So I disagree. I, I would rather be ahead being chased than behind chasing. But you listen, us for courses. I just, I just wish we were in the shit. Confident you'll beat, beat the drop or not? I'm hopeful, yeah. I do believe I think we've got a good setup. Third best their defensive record in the Premier League. So, which I think is very, very good. Uh, obviously know how to defend. Just got to start learning how to put the ball in the back of the net. Support, creativity. Can't just rely on one man. It's very hard. Especially in the Premier League. Especially when you have corruption within the Premier League as well. Take points off the Scousers. Disgraces. Absolute disgrace. Let's go into administration, get nine points. Let's get one charge, take ten points. Unbelievable. He's a dead good, these aren't they? They're saying Chorley. I thought they were saying Tony for a minute, but they're saying Chorley. Not saying Tony, Chorley. Uh, quick one, uh, Bakao Saka, world class or not? Big debate at the moment. Who's, who's debating that? Rio Ferdinand, loads of people. He's not world class. Simon Jordan doesn't believe that Bakayo Saka is world class. Bakayo Saka is world class. Does it on the international stage? Does it in the best league in the world on a consistent basis? How is that not world class? And he still hasn't reached his full potential yet. 22 years old. He's a baby. So how is he not world class? Okay then, if he's not world class, tell me who is in his position. Well, the comparisons are with Phil Foden. Another world-class player. Absolutely. But he's different, different player to Phil Foden, but still a world-class player. Kevin De Bruyne is a different player to Steven Gerrard. Still world-class players. Erling Haaland is a different kind of forward to 
who else? Alan Shearer. Still a world-class forward, still a world-class player. Cristiano Ronaldo is a different player to Lionel Messi. Still a world-class player, still an elite-level player. Not many of them about. Not many of them. Elite and world-class. It's in boxing as well, that to be fair. Very few. Which one were you? Oh, I was never elite. Don't be ridiculous. Don't be absolutely ridiculous. I was a world-class fighter. I won a world title. Defended it. Beat everybody I faced apart from... Beat every man I faced apart from two Ring Magazine champions, Alexander Usyk and Donna Stevenson. Everyone else... Questionable win else against Chalemba. Well, the second one was clear as day. I mean, that draw. I'm the only fighter in the history of boxing to have two close fights in his hometown and not get the decision on both occasions. Unbelievable, isn't it? Absolutely unbelievable. Uh, just, you do know who your last game of the season is against, don't you? That's not clarified yet, Coogan. Why are you looking for the reaction? Arsenal away, that's your last game of the Premier League season. It's not clarified yet. Why not? What are you talking about? Could possibly be Liverpool. Explain this to me because I'm lost on this. How, how could that work? to look up Everton v Liverpool last game of the season. Sorry, this is something I'm not aware of. So you need to become aware because if it comes to fruition, it's going to be a not a good outcome for anyone. Liverpool could be fighting for the league. Everton could be fighting to stay in the league, and we play each other at Goodison Park. Jurgen Klopp's last game. That wouldn't be good. Police couldn't allow that. I know. See that face you're pulling now. I've been. Having sleepless nights, pulling that face just before my eyes closed. Right, we shall see what happens. Tony Bellew, thank you so much. Have we got matching trainers on? Uh, yeah, yours just look a bit more worn than mine. Why don't you look after your shoes properly? Well, I've had these about seven months. Yeah, I've had these not, not much longer, but you've got to look after your shoes better, Cooks. Okay, thanks for that advice. Tony Bellew, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV. I wish you a happy retirement and, uh, yeah, speak to you soon. Keep tuning in to IFL TV. Wall Street Memes Casino. I'm fine. And Sportsbook. Sports Social Podcast Network.